Support for this podcast is provided by Paradox, the conversational AI company helping global talent acquisition teams at Unilever, McDonald's and CVS Health get recruiting work done faster. Let's face it, talent acquisition is full of boring administrative tasks that drag the hiring process down and create frustrating experiences for everyone. Paradox's AI assistant, Olivia, is shaking up that paradigm, automating things like applicant screening, interview scheduling, and candidate Q&A, so recruiters can spend more time with people, not software. Curious how Olivia can work for your team? Then visit paradox.ai to learn more. There's been more of scientific discovery more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi there, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 542 of the Recruiting Future podcast. Being a global head of TA in 2023 is highly challenging. Dealing with disrupted talent markets and global hiring nuances, while building a consistent approach to candidate experience and stakeholder relations, and keeping on top of emerging technology trends, is complex to say the least. My guest this week is Chet Ritchie, VP of Global Talent Acquisition at Manulife. Chet is driving a TA strategy based on transparent relationship management and a core common and custom approach to the critical elements of recruiting and employer branding. Hi, Chet, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Very well, thank you. An absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Please could you introduce yourself and tell everyone what you do? Thank you, Matt. My name is Chet Ritchie, and I lead our global talent acquisition team here at Manulife, John Hancock. And my primary responsibility is to lead the strategic direction for our talent acquisition function across the globe. So this includes overseeing our recruitment efforts for our offices in North America and various countries in Asia, as well as ensuring that we top and hire the top talent uh, here for our organization's success and growth. Fantastic stuff. And for those of people who have not heard of Manulife, t- tell us a bit more about the organization. Sure. Manulife is a Canadian multinational insurance company uh, and financial services provider that's headquartered in Toronto, Ontario. Uh, The company operates in Canada and Asia as Manulife, and then in the United States, primarily through its John Hancock Financial Division. So it's been a very, very strange year as far as talent acquisition is concerned with huge amounts of things going on. Tell us what you're seeing in the market at the moment. What are the biggest challenges for talent acquisition from your perspective? Yeah, it, it is. It's crazy times, right? The global talent market's become increasingly competitive. You know, with a growing demand for skilled professionals in various industries, one of the biggest challenges that we're facing is the scarcity of talent with the right skill and experience, especially emerging fields like artificial intelligence, data analytics, and cybersecurity. And then there's also the de- uh, the demographic shifts such as an aging workforce and the rise of millennial and Gen Z talent pools. So that's influencing the dynamics of our global talent market as well. And then there's the challenge of recruiting people out of their roles today. So where last year we saw a huge increase in people looking for new jobs, 
This year, we're seeing an uptick in time to source, in time to fill roles, simply because people are less likely to change job today's given the questions they have around the global economy. And as part of this, how important are sort of strong hiring manager stakeholder relationships? Because with so much going on in the market, I presume there's a lot to communicate, a lot of expectations to manage. How important are those relationships and and how are you building them? Well, excellent relationships with hiring managers and candidates are definitely crucial for successful talent acquisition functions. So building that trust and the strong partnerships with the hiring managers is, it's one of those things where we have to understand what their hiring needs are, and then aligning on the requirements of the role in ensuring a robust sourcing and recruitment process. So here at Manulife, we stress the need for regular communication, providing timely feedback, and collaborating closely with our hiring managers to contribute to that strong working relationship And that ultimately leads to building trust with the hiring leaders. When it comes to the candidates, relationship building is equally important. So the candidates today expect a personalized and engaging experience throughout the process is what we're finding. So we strive to create a positive candidate experience by being transparent, providing timely updates, and then ensuring clear communication at every stage. Building those relationships with candidates involves active listening, understanding what their motivations are, and then addressing their concerns from the beginning. Even if a candidate isn't selected, it's it's so important to provide that constructive feedback and then maintain that positive impression to encourage future engagement. Tell us a little bit more about how do you ensure that kind of, is, is it every candidate that gets that feedback? How does that work? It's tough. Giving feedback is definitely an acquired skill, right? And so, Well, for internals, that might be a little bit easier than it is for externals at times uh, to give that feedback. We try to do that throughout the process, right? And so we're trying to talk with them, uh, candidates, throughout the process. How are things going in the interviews? Some of the key things that we're hearing. So by the time we get to the end of the process, it's not a surprise. We don't want to surprise somebody who thought they were doing great through the entire process, and then suddenly it doesn't work out. At times, that might happen. But we, we try to continue to have that ongoing conversation with the candidate throughout the process. And how do things vary from a TA perspective from country to country in the countries that you're working in? The world of talent acquisition varies significantly from country to country due to cultural, legal and economic factors. Each country has its own unique talent market dynamic. And what we find across, say, our uh, Asia region is local hiring practices, regulatory requirements can vary from country to country. So understanding these nuances is crucial for effective talent acquisition strategies at a global level. So as an example, some countries, direct sourcing and referrals are more prevalent, where in some others, job boards and or recruitment agencies play a larger role. So understanding and adapting to these local customs and language preferences and cultural norms, those are those are essential for any global talent acquisition strategy. And how does your team work? Do you have people in all of those countries? Do you do things centrally? What's the structure? We do. We have we have people across the globe and we we operate as a global talent acquisition function. So we we try to employ the core, common, and custom um, philosophy when we think about our talent acquisition strategy. Having an overarching core strategy globally, 
understanding that there are times where we have to do things that are common across different regions or different countries. And then obviously we have to customize it based on the needs of the hiring manager, the needs of the business and the types of roles as well. And what role does technology play in all of this? So technology plays a pivotal role for us in building strong relationships with the hiring managers and candidates. It enables seamless communication. It automates administrative tasks and obviously can provide very valuable insights for us as well. So application tracking systems, candidate relationship management platforms, collaborative hiring tools, these all help to enhance the efficiency and maintain consistent and transparent communication, not just with our candidates, but with our hiring managers. We've been working at leveraging data analytics and the AI intel acquisition within the process to help us make more informed decisions, uh, reducing bias throughout the process, and then helping us ultimately to to identify the best fit candidates. So it's important though, as we go through this, to remember that we have to strike the right balance and ensure that technology complements the human elements rather than trying to replace it. A quick message from our sponsor, Winolo. Hi everyone, I want to tell you about Winolo. That's W-O-N-O-L-O. Winolo stands for Work Now Locally. Winolo enables businesses to find quality workers for on-demand, seasonal, short-term and long-term work. Ditch the bulky paperwork and interview process and use Winolo to find quality workers fast and get work done even faster. With flexible workers and no platform fees, you can save on operating costs, meet demand and maximise earnings with ease. Winolo is available in over 100 markets including Chicago, Dallas, Atlanta, New York, and Seattle. Get workers who are ready to work and spend less time finding them with Winolo. Go to www.winolo.com pod. That's www.wonolo.com pod and take the stress out of finding workers. You mentioned the data there and the the work that you're doing. Tell us a little bit more about how you're achieving that. We are leveraging our data when we meet with our uh, hiring managers from the beginning, uh, when we do our quarterly business reviews and annual business reviews with with our business leaders to talk through what are we seeing in the talent market. And there's several different avenues that we go down when we look at how to to get this data through various sources. But ultimately, it's about understanding and being able to tell the story of what we're seeing in the market. So when we actually go to market for a role, hiring managers aren't surprised by what they're going to see. Like we've been bringing them along on this journey. uh, And we find that that is ultimately the best way to build that partnership with them, build that trust. So we can then do what we do as talent acquisition consultants and consult with them throughout the process. So coming back to candidate experience there, because obviously you're talking about it being very difficult to to hire and watching the market and all those kind of things. So a good candidate experience is obviously very, very important. What does a good candidate experience look like in 2023? In 2023, we are definitely finding that candidates expect a streamlined and efficient hiring process 
that leverages technology without sacrificing the human touch. So going through the recruitment process can be an often, often it is, uh, stressful for candidates. So not only are they waiting to hear feedback after each step in the interview process, but often their family and their friends might be asking them like, hey, how's that, how's that interview going for that new job? And then if there's a potential relocation involved, this adds a whole nother dynamic for the candidate and their family. So I actually joined Manulife last year, and it was the first time going through the recruitment process for myself in a very long time. Um, and I remember talking with my husband very early on in the process about the potential role and what it would mean if we were going to look at a potential move from Minneapolis to Boston if I was selected. So for those couple of months, I was going through the interview process, but it wasn't just myself going through it. It was really both of us. And then we had to consider what the impact would be if we did move on our kids. So understanding all of this is why as recruiters, it's important for us to share humanity throughout this process. So regular communication, personalized interactions, and a transparent view of the hiring process will go a long way to help candidates through what can be a very stressful time and be able to show up as their true and authentic selves throughout the process. And then again, dealing with rejected candidates, that requires empathy, it requires professionalism, and it's important to provide that timely feedback, you know, highlighting the strengths, areas for improvement, how the process went for them, understanding how they felt through the process, and maintaining that positive relationship with rejected candidates can turn them into brand ambassadors for your organization. No, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. And what's the role of data within all of that? You sort of talked about the data you use with with hiring managers. Do you also use data to to measure the candidate experience or to improve the efficiency of the recruiting process? Absolutely. We spend quite a bit of time on uh, analyzing and looking at the candidate feedback for not just the people that we've hired, but also for candidates that were not successful through the process. Um, one of our tools that we use is our NPS. Um, looking at NPS scores is really a way for us to understand kind of a snapshot of how the process is going. But then we've also built dashboards internally where we can get down to the recruiter level. We can get down to the business level. We can really understand where we're getting the feedback throughout the process. So having that data um, available to us as a feedback mechanism, not just for the hired candidates, because obviously a hired candidate typically is going to feel pretty good. They got the job, right? Um, and we, we get some great feedback from there, but sometimes it's the candidates that were not hired that actually give us some very important insights into how the process went and maybe where there might have been communication gaps or processes that may have took a little too long. And so we take that data and we spend time with our recruiting teams to really understand the human element of the process itself. One of the biggest talking points of the year has been the the arrival of generative AI into the sort of recruiting and HR space. What do you think the impacts are for talent acquisition from your perspective from this kind of technology? Yeah, generative AI has certainly been uh, top of mind for, for many of us um, this year. And it's definitely impacting the relationship management aspects within talent acquisition. So AI-powered chatbots, virtual assistants, 
Those provide personalized support and answer candidate queries and enhance the candidate experience. They can also analyze large volumes of data to identify patterns, predict hiring needs, and provide insights on talent acquisition strategies. But it's important to remember that AI is a tool and that the human touch remains essential for building meaningful relationships, especially in talent acquisition. So those effective relationship management, it requires empathy, emotional intelligence, and the ability to understand the unique needs of our candidates and the hiring managers. So utilizing technology and AI to free up the recruiters from the administrative tasks gives them more time to spend building their talent networks and developing those relationships that are ultimately going to lead to a higher quality experience for everyone and better hires. And how do you see this this kind of all coming together and panning out for the future? What does the future of TA look like? I think the future of TA is going to continue to be shaped by technology, changing demographics, and really evolving candidate expectations. So how we communicate and how we automate certain steps in the process, this isn't even like three or four years down the down the road. This is now, right? So we can definitely expect further advancements in AI in the coming years and increased automation and data analytics to optimize the recruitment process and improve decision-making. I would also envision that DEI will become even more prominent with organizations focusing on building diverse talent pipelines and network and looking to technology to understand how do we mitigate bias in the hiring process. And then, of course, everybody's favorite topic, flexibility, remote work, gig economy models. Those are also going to influence how we attract talent um, and our strategies around that. I think employer branding and the candidate experience are going to probably be front and center in attracting talent going forward. So I would envision organizations investing in enhancing their employer brand through social media, employee advocacy, and then authentic storytelling. And what does that storytelling look like? Does it become 15 second TikToks on employer brand? Like, I don't know. I don't know if anybody has fully, fully baked that out yet, but it's it's going to be a continuous learning experience, I think, for us when it comes to employee branding. And then continuous learning, upskilling is going to be key for both candidates and hiring managers and understanding the skills required for success as the future of work continues to evolve. The thing I would say is not going to change is talent acquisition is going to become more and more strategic. So talent is one of the greatest assets that a firm can have. We're the ones that deliver on that. And so to do so, we have to continue to be agile. We have to be ready to adapt because this landscape of global talent is going to go through rapid changes over the coming years. I couldn't agree with you more. Chet, thank you very much for talking to me. Thank you, Matt. My thanks to Chet. You can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or via your podcasting app of choice. Please also follow the show on Instagram. You can find us by searching for Recruiting Future. You can search all the past episodes at recruitingfuture.com. On that site, you can also subscribe to our monthly newsletter, Recruiting Future Feast, and get the inside track about everything that's coming up on the show. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next time and I hope 
you'll join me. This is my show.